Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti. I've got Neil Jeffrey with me again. Uh, and Neil, we just uh, got done talking um, about kind of your life um, and just how God uh, has used you uh, in spite of, or um, maybe not even in spite of, but uh, because of. Because of, The yes. way that he created you, uh, he's going to use every aspect of yeah. you, um, your goods, your bads, your strengths, your weaknesses, whatever. Right to, right to to an Almighty God, right? What we consider a weakness, um, He's not worried about, no. uh, and what he what we consider a strength, He's kind of like, hey, I can use that too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so He's used um, yeah. all those things in your life. Um, but one of the amazing things um, is you used to um, come and talk to our guys um, a lot. Um, and just what does it what does it mean to be a man, and, and what does that look like? And one of the things that I always um, walked away with was was a, a really important conversation you used to have with young guys as as they were kind of you know kind of growing up and we'd bring Neil in to talk to those young guys uh, was just the importance of of really um, grasping the concept that you need to be under the authority um, of someone authority is super super important and just for young guys um, who are um, kind of ready to kind of go out on their own. That idea in our culture seems to kind of run counter to everything that they're being told mm. is, you know, hey, you need to be in control and you need to be the one, um, you know, that's telling other people what to do. You want to be the boss. And so I think that's kind of the message that the culture sends. Uh, and you see so many guys buy into that message. Um, their marriages become difficult because then it becomes a struggle. Yeah. Right, you're not listening to me. You're not submitting to you. Right, and you know, yeah. work becomes difficult because they're they're very difficult people to have as employees, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they're also yeah. very difficult people to have as bosses, mm -hmm. um, because they you know they they constantly have to be in control of things. And so, um, I wanted you to talk about just that idea of um, where do you get that concept mm -hmm. of the the idea of authority and why is that good for a man yeah. to grasp that concept? Well, you know, I I, I think it, it it at least for me it. It kind of boils down to a, uh, you know, a, a guy uh, who just learns uh, the whole idea of saying yes, sir, mm. or no, sir, and just and just respect, just knowing there's there's not someone that I'm going to obey and and and, and uh, I'm going to trust in his word, and I learn to say yes, sir. And, uh, and of course, in our work, I was raised at a different time. I was raised in the '50s, and of course, we were taught to say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And and I remember being being slapped sometimes because I didn't. I mean, it was a big deal. And of course, nowadays nobody says that. I mean, I mean, and and, and well, my, my kids do. That's good. Well, mine did as well. But <laughs> but you just don't. And we live in a world that uh, nobody wants to live under authority. Right. I mean, everyone wants to do their own thing. Right. And uh, be their own uh, person. And, and, and we got freedoms. We got rights. We want to do all this stuff. Well, uh, bottom line, the truth is, if I'm left up to myself, it's not going to be good. Right. To, because of how selfish I am. How, how I, I tend to be self-serving in, in everything. I'm thinking everything about me. And I... 
uh, no, I have appetites that, that uh, uh, can lead me to a place that the world says you ought to go. But if you go there, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. It's going to cost you physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, the marriage, and, and everything. So how does a young man learn to appreciate the concept of authority? Well, it's wonderful if he has a man in his life who, who one teaches him that and shows him that and expects that and corrects him if he's not that. And I was blessed with that. I had a wonderful dad mm -hmm. and, uh, who, who, who did that. And, of course, in our world, uh, far too many boys don't have a dad. If they have a dad, he's not there, he's not involved, and, and he's, he's kind of doing his own thing and just yeah. kind of t t t t t misses that. And it's, you know, they used to have coaches, too. And, you know, it's fascinating. I'm, I'm watching, um, you know, the transfer portal right now. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, kids want to go where they want to go, where they want to play, where they want. And just the idea of being under somebody's authority. It's so easy now to like, hey, I don't like that. So I leave. Um, and we don't learn to be under the authority of somebody who wants what's best for, in a sense, a team. Uh, now it's just like, you know, where, where am I going to play so I can get the best stats, so I can have the best this and I can get the most money. And I, and I was like, ooh, that's 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 going to run counter to you being successful later on in life. So even that concept yeah, is kind of interesting it, right now. Well, it, it, it all boils down to, hey, if, uh, if uh, 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 we're trusting in something. You're right. And I'm trusting in myself. I'm trusting in my trainers. I'm trusting in some of and And to bottom line, it boils down to a, a person who's realizing, hey, I'm going to trust God. And realizing God's a good God and mm. God loves me. Mm. God has a plan for my life and, and I can trust him. And I'm going to be under his authority. And it's, it's, it, it's huge for a, a, a young boy to, to learn how to live under authority. And the reason that's such a huge thing is for a person uh, first needs to learn how to live under authority mm -hmm. so one day they can live in a position of authority and do that well. Right. You know, there's no, uh, people have said, there's no, no, uh, a person uh, uh, has more authority than a general on a battlefield. And, and of course, he, he, his word go, what he says, you do. And, uh, and, and, and the answer is yes, sir. If general speaks, he has the ultimate authority, and uh, everyone says yes, sure, sure, and just obeys it. Mm. Well, that general who has the ultimate authority got there because he started some way way back there as a man under authority. Then he starts as a general. Yes, who just <laughs> learns how to say yes, sir, and yeah. and, and and the uh, and the uh, a power of living under authority and having authority, and as a man, I, 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 God has. Time place responsibilities upon. We have roles, and one of the roles we have is to be the head of a family mm -hmm. and and to lead a wife and lead the kids. Not to dominate them, but to serve and, and to honor them and cherish them and love them and lead them and 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 all of those things. And we have to learn how to uh, uh, first to live under authority and be able to say yes, sir. I was fortunate to have a dad. I just said yes, sir. I asked for some things sometimes. I didn't get the thing. He said no, and 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 you accept me to say yes, sir. Well, now it's it's realizing, hey, I'm in that position. I'm the head guy. But again, if I'm left to myself, 
it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. And, and the Bible says there, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And every man out there, every young man out there has, has made decisions thinking this is going to be good. And it was not good. Right. It, it, it was a disaster. <laughs> and, and I've got to realize, hey, I, I'm trusting in someone greater than me to help me be the man I need to be, live the life I need to live, and the impact of those I need to, uh, uh, a life of influence and those around me. And, and just, it, it's understanding I'm going to trust God as my ultimate authority and his word is my authority. And, and I'm just going to say, yes, sir, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I want to do it. I got whatever I need to go. I want to go and do it. Whatever I need to give, I want to give. Just whatever. And God, when you speak, it's just, it's just yes, sir, I'm going to trust you and just obey and just uh, 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 I say yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I love how yeah, um, when you would teach the kids, you'd always use the uh, the story out of Luke 7 of the uh, the centurion um, of just a man um, who, um, you know, as you said, um, was obviously trained under the authority of others. And then when he gets to the place where he's in a position of authority, he knows and he understands that. So tell a little bit about yeah, he just, that story. He, he comes, his, his, his son, he's asking Jesus to heal his son. And uh, he comes and, and, and asks, and of course, he is a, a, a soldier. He's, he's an officer. And uh, he, uh, he asks the Lord. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, ultimately, he, he didn't even, the Lord didn't even go to the sin. Centurion just says to the Lord, hey, hey, I'm a man of authority and have those who are under me who respect my, my authority. I've lived under authority. I have authority now. And you have all authority. And you don't have to come. You can just say the word. And he'll be healed. And Jesus later said that, hey, you, you, uh, I have not seen a, a greater faith in all of Israel yeah and and actually the word he used he said he marveled at his faith and it's interesting because only two times that that word marvel is used once at at this belief and then another time in Matthew 6 at uh, unbelief mm. and but he marveled at his belief just because he said Lord you just say and and obviously demons are going to answer uh, to you and and disease is going to answer you and everything's going to answer to you and and he just knew the whole concept of authority. And, you know, I think all of us struggle with, with uh, having to be under authority. But it's the best for me. You know, one of the things I miss about, about playing sports is I always had a coach. And I always knew after every play if I did good or if I did bad. Mm. And, of course, you had to get chewed out and chewed on and say, Jeffrey, that was awful. But, but you always knew exactly where you stood. Right. And you always were affirmed in what you were doing good, and you always know, hey, you got to correct this. We know in life, a, a guy grows up and gets in business and gets married and all this stuff, and all of a sudden nobody's slapping him upside the head. Nobody's saying, son, this is not good. And, and all of a sudden he just he doesn't even realize it. He's just drifting off off uh, ever so slightly, yeah. and he wakes up one day, and he's far from his God, and uh, he, uh, he's, he's uh, far from his wife. Uh, their relationship with him was supposed to be, and he didn't know who he ought to be with his kids, and he just realizes he's a long way from where he wanted to be and where God wanted him to be, yeah. and of course, the answer to that is that hey, I'm trusting Jesus, and ultimately, I know my tendency 
you know, to people say, say to, uh, uh, for a man, hey, uh, men should need a crutch. I need a crutch. I know my, my heart. I know that my tendency to do what I want to do, and I need to be. Uh, and you know, the ultimate reason a man loves his wife with all of his heart, soul, mind, and strength because he loves his God first. Yeah. And he knows, I want to honor God with my life. Well, how is one of the greatest ways a man can honor God is by honoring the, this, the woman that God created, that Jesus died for, has worked in her life, and of all things has, 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 has brought her to me for me to be her husband and uh, to uh, essentially purify her and to cherish her and nourish her and all those things the Bible says I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Well, the reason I do that is because Anne... The reason why I don't dishonor her is often because I know, hey, there's a judge in heaven, there's a God in heaven, there's an authority in heaven that I've got to answer to, and, and ultimately I want to live in such a way that that authority ultimately says, hey, son, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, I was just thinking of two examples in the Bible um, where guys got out from under their authority— um, and it ended up being a bad position, and both of them dealt with women. Uh, one of them was Samson, um, which, you know, a great story, right, of a man who, who didn't have the accountability around him, didn't have anybody that he listened to, didn't have anybody like a coach coming up alongside and saying, hey, Samson, <laughs> smacking him upside the helmet, yeah. right? And we've all, we've all had that, yes, right? Have, and and yeah. here's the thing. In, in the midst of the time when, it, when it's happening, I know that we don't like it, um, but— when it comes to Friday night and we're playing in that game or a Saturday or Sunday um, and we're out there and we're performing and we're winning and we're doing right. And we realize the only reason that that's happening is because I've placed myself under the authority and I'm, I'm following what the game plan is and I'm, yeah. I'm executing what you know, needs to be done. And if I'm just out here, you know, running around willy nilly doing my own thing, right. We lose, I get off the team and nothing is successful. Nothing, and right. so I look at, you know, the life of Samson and I go, Hey, you know, when, when he stepped outside the bounds of authority and you watch the rest of his life, um, now, you know, does it get, in a sense, redeemed at the end? And the answer is, sure, but boy, <laughs> that's, what, a, what a terrible example of what God could have done with a man who been, wanted yes. to stay under his authority. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the other one I think of is just David. David and Nathan. Yeah, when, when you know, David stands there and it says, you know, when, when kings go off to war, David didn't, right? He was, in a sense... Uh, beyond authority. And, and, and you know, even re when you read through that, as he was sending over his servants, you know, hey, go find out who that girl is. Mm. They came back. Mm. And it's funny how they gave him warnings like, hey, so <laughs> so that's Bathsheba, right? And you know her husband Uriah and her grand, you know, right? Yeah, like, hey, uh, kind of yeah. like yeah. giving him the, you should be listening to these people, but because you're a king, you don't have to. And I think I think that's a great warning that's a to huge, men, that's right? Huge. If you don't have somebody who's in position and authority above you, if you feel like you're um, unanswerable to anybody, right? Ultimately, you'll be answerable to God, Amen. but yeah. but unfortunately, you'll probably have a life of destruction, you know, a wake of destruction that you've left behind you, and I, and I don't want that for anybody. No, well, in that David and Nathan story. Obviously, yeah. a year later, Nathan comes to him and, and says, you're the man. You're the man. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, David said, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if, if, if uh, David had had a Nathan long before mm, that, yeah. who just said, David, you, you're going up on that roof. And Don't you know go. what? 
No, don't do that. Yeah. You're you looking. Know, don't look. Why, yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. You're inviting over. Don't yes, invite over. <laughs> exactly. But we all need someone like yeah. a coach. Yeah like a, a Nathan, like a, a, a disciple, someone in my life who I'm accountable to. Ultimately, of course, I, I'm accountable to God. But it's wonderful to have another man in my life yeah. who, who looks at me eye to eye and who could slap me upside the head. Yeah. And how much t- better it is to be slapped upside the head and face something now before instead of the end, all of a sudden my wife finds out some things about me that is a disaster, yep. and all of a sudden I've, I've, I've lost some valuable things in my life that in one sense I can never have uh, again as they were. And, so, and so two kind of people I'm thinking of. One is um, a guy who's been under bad authority, right, uh, abuse of authority, the misuse of authority. Uh, what would you say to that young guy to say not all authority is bad just because you've seen a bad example doesn't mean that you can't place yourself under a good example? What would you say to them? Well, of course, that's a huge hurdle. Okay. And obviously, a God can overcome anything and everything, and he does. But to realize that, hey, that authority was not a good authority. God is a good authority. That uh, uh, authority was was more to to dominate, to defeat. Right. This authority is to uplift and to bless and, and to prosper. That's why the Bible says, the Lord says, hey, I know the plans I have for you, uh, to prosper you, to do you good, to give you a future and a hope. Yep. And, and and that's God. But, you know, it's, it's a huge thing because so much the world just assumes immediately God is not a good God. He's not good. He's not loving. He's not all these things. Just kind of write him off. And uh, that's the culture. Yep. Uh, that's the lie of the enemy. Because God is a good God, and he loves you. And, and his desire is to accomplish uh, something great in you. He's the one that made you. He's the one who sent uh, Jesus to die for you. And this to help a guy to realize. And, and ultimately, uh, I'm not sure I can't convince a, a young man who's had bad authority in his life and has bad dad in his life or didn't have a dad or whatever it is, hey, this is what you need to do. I can tell him some things, but ultimately that's the work of what God does in a young man's life, to have a man realize. And, and God somehow shares with that man deep in his heart that, hey, God loves you. He's got a plan for your life. Jesus died for you for your sins to make you a brand new man in Christ and, and to help you, to encourage you, to help you experience life in all of its fullness. That's John 10, 10. Yep. And uh, that's the miracle of salvation. That's the miracle of growing up in Christ and being sanctified, being more and more like Jesus. That's what God does in a man's heart. And that's why it's a miracle. And that's why if, if it's something I can just convince the guy into doing, well, Satan can unconvince him to do something else. Totally. But when God changes a man's heart, that's the greatest miracle in all the universe. Yeah. And just helping a guy realize, who, who, one, who he is, he is good. And he is loving. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's, he's holy. He's all of those things. And I'm a sinner, and I need him in my life, and I trust him as my Savior. Yeah. And I'm going to obey him as, uh, as my Lord because ultimately his plan is going to be best for my life. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I think about that young guy who's had bad authority, and I always think about you know the, the, the bad coaches or the bad authority that I've seen. Um, you know, we're all self-serving. 
Um, you know, we're not about how do I make, um, you know, the person underneath me better? How do I bring life into them? And I think about just that concept of compare that to the story of Christ, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, literally sacrifices, right, his own life to bring you into a relationship with his father. And it's just like, it's, it's a self-sacrificing mm-hmm. authority, right? It's the idea yes. of how, how do I, I created you, how do I make you better yeah. by connecting you back to my father? And yeah. so, you know, do we have to run from that ultimate authority of who God is because it's going to be bad like other authority that I've seen? And I'm like, well, compare it to the other authority yeah, that you've yeah, seen. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. That's true. Right? It's very different. Yeah. Right? When, when God says, come under my authority, I mean, basically, when, when he gives you the, you know, the verse where he says, you know, my, my yoke uh, is light, you know, my, 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 my burden, in a sense, he walks with us together. It, it, you know, it's a, that picture that it gives us, right, where, in a sense, we're yoked with him, and he's the one who's carrying the burden for us. Right now, compare that to well, the authority that you have, <laughs> and also in, in that that authority, the ultimate authority, which is God revealed through Jesus Christ. Ultimately, that authority to Jesus bowed before his disciples and washed their feet. Yeah. It's it's it's. It's a service leadership. Yeah. It's a service men, m- mentality. And you hey, just don't see that very often. No, but if the biggie of all t- the biggies <laughs> is is the ultimate authority, the judge of all things, and, and what he did is he actually washed the feet of the disciples, and then he he tells us we're supposed to do that as well. Yeah. Which simply means uh, I am in a position of authority, but I want to uh, serve yes. and essentially wash the feet, serve those who. Who are under my my uh, t- leadership and my sphere of influence, and and it, it's bottom line, it just hey, that's an authority I can trust, I can love, yep. who and I can obey, yep. and, and you know it, it. It's ultimately realizing that hey, God's plan and will for my life is an expression of God's love, His heart for me. And and if I believe that, then I'm going to delight in whatever that will is. If if I realize, hey, his will for me is because he loves me. Uh, he created me ultimately because he loves me. He died on the cross uh, for my sins because he loved me. He, he, he now lives within me with his spirit because he loves me. I can trust that authority. Yep. I can trust his his um, a discipline at, at times, and he uh, he disciplines his sons. Yeah. We know that disciplines and, those he loves. Yes, <laughs> and being disciplined, just like we do as dads. Yes, exactly. Right? It'd be terrible. It's an evidence of he loves yeah. me, and you know I can trust that 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 uh, uh, authority. Yeah, that kind of authority. Well, that's that's great. I think that the. the Two takeaways I have is one: if you're not under authority, um, you need to consider the authority of God um, and and look at it and address it and mm. say, "Hey, is that an authority that I can come under?" And I think you and I would both mm. agree. The answer is yes. yes. But the other thing is, if you're in a position of authority, do you use that authority as Christ used His? Do you use it to serve others? Do you use it to minister to others? Do you use it to make those under your authority better, or are you a dominating authority where it's all about you? Great question to ask. Neil, thanks for your time. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, 
Check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.